Hello, good afternoon everyone. This is Sandro with Intact. I thank you for tuning in, checking out my latest episode. Today I want to talk about conviction. I want to share a story that recently happened to me where conviction played a major part in my life and hopefully um, open up your, your mind and your heart to this concept of conviction and how God uses conviction in our lives. So recently I was extremely convicted and for anyone listening who maybe is not too sure on what conviction is, this is one of those Christianese terms that we often will use to represent someone having a moment where they have a deep, a deep sense of, of hurt for what they're doing or a deep sense of awakening for something that's going on in their life. And so God uses conviction to recalibrate our life, to set us back on the right track. And so for me, conviction has been something in my life that is, I've noticed has, has recalibrated me, has redirected me uh, many different times. But I wanted to share one that recently happened where I was planning to do a meeting and this meeting is for an organization I'm a part of called Legendaries. And I hadn't told my wife about the meeting. Now, it wasn't because I was afraid of her. It wasn't because I didn't want her to know or I was trying to be sneaky. Um, it was really because I knew she was going to bring something out that I was trying to hide. And what that was is relationships. One of the things I've been convicted of so much in my in my Christian walk is is the relationships that that I've that I've built or lack of building. And I, I do believe it's really important for us as Christians to have uh, relationships who are pouring into our lives and relationships that we're pouring into their lives. And so, a couple months ago, I was really convicted that I hadn't been spending time with guys, I hadn't been investing in their lives, but I was trying to get them to join my organization and and take this uh this this 72 hour extreme character challenge that we do with legendaries and i made this video about how i was apologizing that i had been i had been inviting everybody yet i hadn't been spending any time with them well fast forward a couple months and it happened again and it happened to me again and I'm sure you could probably relate where you've done something, you were upset about it, you said you were going to change, and then you did it again. You were upset about it, you said you were going to change, and you did it again. I mean, sometimes I feel like it's the story of my life. And so this time it was different because I knew that I really wanted to invest in guys' lives, and, and I had a list of guys and, you know, people that I was close with and... Um, I would make plans, but the plans would fall through, and I'd reach out to people, but I, you know I wouldn't go that extra mile, and and I felt like I was doing better, but I was kind of lying to myself that I was doing a lot better, and really I was still doing pretty crappy, and so my wife called me out, and she basically said, you know, how is it that you're gonna go invite over 60 people to this meeting, yet you've probably only hung out with like one or two of them. 
And it was like something I didn't really want to hear, but I knew it needed to be said. And that's how God uses conviction. He speaks through people. He speaks through his word. He speaks through music, through videos. He speaks through um, any means necessary to get a message across. Now, the message, of course, needs to be biblical. And I firmly believe that what my wife was sharing with me was, you know, you have to invest time in guys' lives. You have to be a true friend to them. You can't just invite them to your organization and you haven't put in the time and the effort with them. And that was very convicting. But it didn't stop there. I was pretty ashamed. I was pretty embarrassed. And because I had already set the meeting and it was potential that people might show up, I still went to the meeting. Um, I'm not embarrassed to say it, it, did, it did really, you know, it was a a down, a low point, but at the same time a high point. And well, nobody came to the meeting is what I'm trying to say. But it was something that needed to happen. And something that I was even more convicted of was that in these past five years as being a Christian, how many people have I led to the Lord? And this is kind of a subtopic for this episode. Is that as Christians, what are we really doing if we aren't leading people to the Lord? And if we're not leading people to the Lord, if we're not being a catalyst for change in people's lives, if we're not being a tool for conversion, if we're not being a tool for the gospel, like, is that so bad? You know, because there are so many people who go to church every weekend, who love God, who pray to God, um, but maybe have never been a part of someone's conversion story. And I know the argument can come up, well, then are they really praying? Are they really loving God? Are they really loving people? Because if they are, well, there's no greater message than the gospel, the good news of Jesus Christ. So I was just really convicted of that. Like, man, five years and there's only been a few people that I've led to the Lord. But leading people to the Lord is not really going to happen in an instant of just meeting someone or in a, in a bypassing conversation. I mean, I watch a lot of apologetic videos and in these videos, they go to college campuses and they debate atheists. They debate, they debate agnostics. They debate uh, Mormons. They debate people of other faith and other religions and other worldviews. And I've yet to find a video where a person was converted. Now there is a video with Todd Friel he has a great um, great uh, YouTube page called Wretched Radio. Um, and he talks with this young girl and he helps her see the gospel in a way that wasn't present, presented to her as a, as a child. Because her testimony is how she went to church but she fell away from church. And he shares with her a new, unique and fresh perspective. Um, but... He's a he's someone who does this on a, almost a daily basis. This is his life. And for most of us going out and evangelizing, like like being out in the streets evangelizing, I'm not talking about with sharing something at lunch with a coworker, you know, but evangelizing, not too many people are doing this. Um, but so most Christians are, you know, they're going day to day, they're going to work, they're going to their job, and they might be living for Christ, but you know, are we getting to the really the heart of the matter? where that, that decision needs to be made. 
I know I know I've slacked in that area. I know that that's been an area where I, I wish I could, or no, excuse me, where I know I need to do better. Not wish. I, that's probably been the problem all along. I'm wishing, wishing and hoping, but no, we got to put boots to the ground. You know what I mean? Got to get in the trenches. Got to put in the work. And conviction is so important and so humbling and also requires a humble heart. I'm thankful that God gave me grace in that moment to be humble humble and listen to my wife because it really has put a new perspective for me. I had kind of got to a place where I felt like I was going to like share this nugget and someone's going to become a Christian or or I'm going to argue with somebody this point and and get my point across and they're going to become a Christian and um social media has been kind of a a veil to hide behind with that and that was another point that I wanted to share in this message today is that social media has been a crutch for me it's really hurt my relationships I've 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 tricked myself to believe that because I'm friends with you on Facebook and we like the same pictures or we comment on the same videos or I tag you in something that we're in relationship with one another, that we're friends with one another. No one would try to be married to a woman and that's how they would do their do their relationship through Facebook only. Never seeing the person, never looking them eye to eye, never having lunch with them. And so I've recently deleted Facebook. I'm slowly weaning myself off other social media devices, but for some reason, Facebook was more of a crutch for me. I know maybe some of my younger listeners uh, prefer Instagram and Snapchat, but I was around when Facebook first came out. I mean, I've been using Facebook since college when it was only for college students. So I've used it for a long time. It's been something, you know, it's been something in my life. I mean, I spend, I have spent ample amount of time on the device, on the app. Uh, and so you know, became a part of me, but I'm thankful that God convicted me that you're not really having true relationships. You're not really in people's lives. You're on their timeline, but you're not in their life. And so when you invite people to events, of course they're not going to show up. Why would they show up? Now someone might show up, but the likelihood of that is slim to none. The reason I went to Legendaries is because a guy in Legendaries is the one who led me to the Lord, is someone who's in my life, and he doesn't live near me, and so it's difficult to get around each other, but we're in each other's lives to the point that I I listened to him. You know, I I wanted to hear what he had to say. As a Legendary, I firmly believe in the movement, and I firmly believe that it can alter and transform men's lives, not only for themselves, but for the next generation. But all of that is hearsay. All of that is uh, just words if it's not connected to someone who is investing. And again, you got to be humble to receive conviction. God is constantly convicting us. When we read the word, it's why a lot of people don't want to read the word. Because when they read the word, they're convicted and they know that they got to make a change. They got to make a shift. For whatever reason, it's interesting to think about, but the disciples, the early disciples, 
were extremely convicted to quit their jobs. The Bible says they dropped their nets and they followed Jesus. What was it about Jesus that, that convicted them to, to let go of their profession, what fed their family, literally, brought money, put money on the table? God has always been in the business of convicting us. God has always been in the business of extending His grace. I was sharing a story today in class on the story of Jonah. And it's fascinating that Jonah, the Bible records only eight words in his sermon. Yet the people of Nineveh were so convicted by that. Eight words. Fasting, rolling around in sackcloths, basically just showing their deep remorse for the lifestyle they had lived. And Jonah, interestingly, was reluctant to really preach to the Ninevites. He tried to run. God brought him to the place. But he still didn't really want to do it. He actually wanted to die after he did it. So God used an, used an object lesson with the plant and the worm to try to reach his heart because he really needed deliverance. He really needed to be convicted and changed still. He saw the Ninevites as worthless people, as people that weren't worth anything. I wonder if that's why sometimes we don't invest in relationships because we don't really see the worth in people. God help us. I thank God that someone saw the worth in me. So my prayer is that we would be more receptive of conviction because it's constantly it's constantly coming at us through the scriptures. God wants to convict us because that's what makes us a better uh, a better follower, a better disciple so that others can have an opportunity to choose to follow Christ or not. I thank you for listening to this episode of Intact on conviction. It feels so good to be back with you guys, talking to you and sharing what God has placed um, on, on my life, in my life, and, and doing through my life. And so pray for me, please, that I would stay, um, that I would stay in a place where I'm continually putting out content. It's been challenging for me to, to put these, to put these podcasts out on a, on a regular basis, but, but I know that's what God's calling me to do. I know he's, he's been convicting me of this. And, and so I'm glad to be back again. I thank you for tuning in. Um, hope to hear from you soon.